Hey folks, I'm here today to tell you about Visible. Something unfortunate about wireless services, what you see isn't always what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. No perception check required. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just $25 a month, taxes and fees included. If you're looking for a carrier that is upfront with no hidden fees, then go to Visible.com to make the switch. You don't need more than one line of wireless to save, and you're going to be getting unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Visible is the wireless carrier that's constantly operating from a zone of truth. In their quest for total transparency, Visible wants you to know the monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. All right, go ahead and roll for Perception. I got a 13. Hey, that's pretty good. With that, you can tell there's some fantasy situations going on. You hear some adult language, and with that, you can tell this podcast probably isn't for kids. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Dungeon Cast. I'm Brian. I'm Will. This is the podcast where we talk about everything Dungeons & Dragons, from excellent entertainers to errant empires. And today, we're talking about devils. Prepare yourselves. All right, Brian. Talking about devils. We are talking about devils. <clears throat> the um, the ghost from the movie Ghost. The ghost from the movie Ghost. Oh yeah, let's do a little retcon. So in the episode <laughs> where we talked about demons, I very confidently and idiot, idiotically called the them uh, demurs. Demurs. Which, demurs. Uh, yeah, demurs. Uh, yeah, they're actually called lemurs. 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 With a uh, with an L, not a D. I'm sorry, folks. There's a lot of stuff to remember. It was yeah. one lousy letter, I'm and sorry. I don't know better. Yeah, he, yeah <laughs> Brian. Brian's innocent i was giving i was feeding him false information uh and actually uh, i ate that shit up fun, fun fact about lemurs is uh the original concept is that they are lemurs were in roman mythology the spirits of the under underworld which were uh particularly wrought with like hate and, and corruption and whatnot okay uh which is very fitting because they're very much like that in um D&D land, but let's actually talk about <laughs> devils. Okay, so devils are I do like fiends. like D&D land. Sorry. Yeah, D&D, D&D world. <laughs> um, devils are fiends, um, which so are demons, but they're much different. But they're also very similar. They're like two sides of the same coin in a way. Yeah, because they're both mean as hell. Yeah, they are definitely both mean as hell, and they're both very, very evil. And they have a lot of similarities in like their looks and whatnot. And but their like, agendas are different, right? Their agendas are very different. Okay. Drink some of this water. Give me drink some of that water. And uh, we'll start talking about, well, I don't really have anything to talk about yet. Yeah, so demons are chaotic evil. Okay. And devils are lawful evil. And, okay, so demons are chaotic evil so much so that they're, like, literally chaotic evil incarnate. 
and like the chaotic evil of the abyss kind of birthed them. And yeah, whatnot. it's like the concept of chaos. Yeah, devils aren't really aren't quite like that on the other end. Like they are very lawful evil, but like there's more than a few origin stories for like where devils came about in this universe. Um, the main one is that they were an answer to demons because the gods of law and good that were busy fighting the demons as they were being born uh, became realized there was no end in sight. And oh. like they wanted to move on to create like the world and other things like they wanted to bring order to the universe, but they couldn't because they were so busy fighting demons. So what they did was they created the subset of beings of angels, if you will, that were literally created to fight demons. Okay. And there's this whole origin story of Asmodeus when it comes to like the transformation of these lawful angelic beings uh, into like what devils are now, um, which we're not going to get into really right now because that'll be for the Asmodeus episode. Right on. But that, that being said, um, they're not like demons when it comes. It's not like devils are like lawful evil beings uh, or they're not like lawful evil come to life. But they are incredibly lawful evil, and we'll talk about that. So, devils are these infernal creatures of tyranny, and they adhere to a strict hierarchy, so much so that obedience and ambition are simultaneously like baked into the blood of these creatures. Okay. They are driven to be obedient to those above them in the hierarchy, even if they fucking hate it, and <laughs> almost all the time they do. Right. It's very rare that a devil likes to take orders, but they are driven to do so. Yeah, they just do. It's set up in, like, this. that's the system we have going on. Yes. Okay. Um, but... They are also constantly striving for promotion, and they constantly crave power, uh, respect, obedience of others. So in that way, they're they, similar to, to demons, where they're um, like looking to level up, basically, come to, demons, become the next tier. Demons aren't actively trying to level up. Oh, they up. just do? They just yeah, do. Yeah, okay. No, with, it's definitely an agenda when it comes to devils. Um, they lust for these things so much, it's almost like a sweet ambrosia to them. Like, they're addicted to it. Right on. Um... So, much like the way demons kind of had, like, a type 0 through 7, devils have a similar hierarchy of types, except for it's it's a lot broader. Uh, it's, like, types 1 to 13 or something like that. Oh, there's more. Um, okay, I see. Yeah. So, when it comes to devils is... Devils come from a realm called the Nine Hells, mm -hmm. because it is a realm subsistent of nine layers, if you will. And this, I've seen kind of portrayed different ways. I think the most common way is, like, a, a planetoid. Okay. With, as you go deeper into it, like there's a new level. Yeah. And like, each level is ruled by an arch devil, which is on the same level of playing field as like a demon lord, maybe a little bit stronger. That's kind of like the name of the game when it comes to devils and demons is devils are slightly stronger and way more organized, uh, but demons are way more numerous. So like it keeps the, the playing field. I see. Even. Okay. So um, this is a lot more like Dante's Inferno, like the nine yes, rings of hell. That's exactly, that's exactly what uh, almost all this is based so, on. So like each ring will have its own like theme going on, each layer. Each we'll layer its has its own, like, yeah, a theme, if you will, or, like, a terrain, like, yeah. There's one where if you are a thief or a bandit, you get, like, basically put into the desert, and there's a bunch of snakes, and if you get bit by a snake, you turn into a snake, and you gotta bite like, other bandits. It's not quite like that, for the most part, all... <laughs> That's one of the rings mortals. Oh, okay. Dante's Inferno, I'm okay. pretty sure. Okay, it's not quite like that, it's okay. more like the top layer is like this red sky, wasteland, black wasteland of, like, hot ash in the air kind of deal okay but so like, if you're like evil and you die you don't go there well it's not like hell 
Well, it is. Okay. Okay. So uh, we're kind of going all over the place, but let's talk a little bit about that. So um, the way it works is, okay, so devils have an agenda. Their end game is to conquer everything and rule it with an iron fist. Okay. That is their end all be all. Each devil wants to be the top dog when that happens. Of everything. They all want to be Asmo. Right. Um, and Asmo's been at it since the beginning. He's been the top dog pretty much since the beginning. Um, because he's like a mastermind, and I, I kind of look forward to that episode because uh, he's one of my favorite deities mm-hmm. because he's fascinating and scary. Um, and the way that they kind of work towards this end game, though, is they need to bolster their army. Okay. Now, the way they do that is all evil souls of mortal kind that aren't claimed by another divine source or like killed in like the abyss or something like along those lines every unclaimed soul that is wicked automatically defaults to the nine your default death yeah. setting for yeah. evil people go is the nine hells. and what okay. happens is those souls get brought to the nine hells and are tor- tortured and mangled and then infused with hatred whatever oh, my that favorite means, uh to the point where they become a lemur now a lemur is like a formless uh blob in humanoid form of wicked hatred and these things are mindless and they're not lawful evil they're mindless so they're pretty much chaotic evil okay and do they take orders they, they, take they yeah they will take commands from Got the it. devils above them because they're driven to do so mostly right. by i think it's the chain devils that are really we'll, we'll get we'll get to that later um but at, but later on they can be uh promoted and the way promotion works in in uh um the nine hells clock is. in five minutes early greater yeah clock yeah clock in on time follow orders to the t and yeah you know yeah uh, uh so anyways anyway so uh, greater devils uh can raise up lesser devils up a rank or two nice. well they it's almost never two it's always you got to follow the rules so it's always one rank at a time yep prove yourself at this level then this the level then yeah. this level etc except for lemurs lemurs can't prove themselves they're just raised at need Okay, um, so like, yeah, we need you now to be. We're we're low on these guys. So yeah, we're, exactly. We're like, we need some more imps. So like, we're going to raise a hundred of you. Basically, yeah. just like right place, right time. Yeah, that's exactly. And the thing is, Lemurs are so mindless they they have no recollection of their past lives. Okay, so you're wiped clean. You're a new. You're a new entity, pretty much. Yes. Like you're the soul or whatever that got sent there, turned mm-hmm. into blah blah blah. Exactly. Um, and I want to talk about that clean slate kind of deal uh-huh. at the end of the episode because there's some things I want to talk about. But um, here's another thing. When it comes to devils, that's different than demons. Demons don't get demoted. They, Ooh. They, demons, because So if you stray from the path as a devil, you can mm-hmm. you can get bumped down. Exactly. You know, and I don't like happens. that shit. Get, back in, the, get yeah. back in the slums. Yeah. So, okay. and, and the way it works, so, okay, we talked about the, there was a hierarchy from like type 1 to 13, but there's another like grander hierarchy to it all. And basically, you have Lemurs at the bottom, then you have lesser devils, which is like types 1 through like 8 or something like that. Then you have greater devils, which is like the next 4 or 5, and then you have... Dukes, Archdukes, and then Asmo. Okay. Yeah. So um only those like only greater devils can raise lesser devils. Um I don't think lesser devils can raise Lemurs, but they might be able to. And only Dukes and Archdukes can raise greater devils or lesser devils to greater devils. Okay. And and greater devils among amidst the ranks, and only Asmodeus can raise someone to Duke or, or Archduke or however you want to pronounce it. And, For sure. Yeah. Okay. And this is like a, a power you're imbued with because you're this level of, of devil. Of devil, yeah, exactly. Got to focus on that devil level. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, 
Let's see here. Oh, yeah. Kind of what I was trying to talk about. This. So we they get all these, these mortal souls. But the thing is, it, it kind of... It's... You got to ask yourself, like, why is Asmo able to do this and no one does anything about it? And it's because in the Lord there is a pact that Asmodeus has made with all the deities of good uh, called the Pact Primeval. Basically, the way the story goes is that the devils were created to fight the demons in the Blood War. Um, they do so, but they constantly need new troops because they're not infinite like the demons right. are. So he formed the pact where Asmo is allowed to collect all these souls um, according to his rules. Um, in order to fight the good fight. For sure. And okay. so the the story is that he tricked them into getting way more souls than he needs. So Asma's like, I'll help you out. Exactly. Like guess Ex- I need I need my I need my boys. Yeah, exactly. And uh, now that's why outside of divine intervention, like once a soul is claimed, it can't be unclaimed, and like by default, Asma owns all these souls. Cool. So yeah. Um and, and Asmodeus really he rules supremely here. Like each Archduke rules their layer of the abyss and rules it with iron fist. But if Asmo shows up, he's got a, like a procession and like he's he's there and now he's in charge. Yeah, and they obey. Right. And and that's the way it is. Even though all eight of these other lords are um constantly plotting against him, even like raging waging civil wars against him. Oh like, shit. Uh and he punishes those that do, but also like for instance, I think it's with demotion. Well, no, actually, there was there's one case I can't remember the archduke, but it's like his greatest rival, like plotted against him and raised the whole army, and Asmo uh, defeated him and then transformed him to this hideous slug monster, but let him stay an archduke. <laughs> Better and, luck next time, bitch. Yeah, pretty much. Have fun yeah. being a slug. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's exactly how it is. And like I would say, this type of behavior is not only is it expected to have like all this scheming, and it's a very political scheming type uh, environment. But it's almost encouraged because if Asmodeus is taken out, he wasn't worthy. Yeah, he's weak enough to fall. Exactly. Then, then whoever replaced him is rightful. Right. Uh, yeah. That's okay. Exactly. It. Although I think in the lore, it's very apparent that like Asmodeus is way more powerful than any of the archdukes. Uh, he's way smarter. He's way more cunning. He has way more worshippers. Like that's that's never ending anytime soon. And he knows how to bitch slap people like yeah. King Solomon. Yeah. He well, bitched that's a different. That's a whole. That's a whole different thing. His name is Asmodeus, though. <laughs> yeah. So here's the thing. Like, like from the Bible, even with even with all these mortal souls kind of coming to the nine hells by default, like it's still not enough because well, devils are always looking for more, and devils are always looking for promotion. And one of the great ways to get recognized is bringing more souls. Oh, so, I've 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 gathered all these souls. Okay, thanks. Yeah. Give me my next level. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, devils devil level. love to get summoned by humans into making contracts because, uh, and I'll be all the currency that all, the only currency that matters to these devils is your soul. <laughs> that's what they want, and that's it's very dangerous to make a deal with them because all devils are incredibly charismatic and intelligent by default. It's why tieflings get bonuses to charisma and intelligence. Right. Okay. Um, so even like a lowly imp, even though it's you know not necessarily the most powerful creature, it's incredibly smart incredibly talker it's very dangerous and yeah and uh like there are types of packs um that they can make one's called oh, man i don't want to talk about them unless i can remember them correctly because i'm sick of saying wrong shit on the internet but, <laughs> uh, but there's like two there's like the pack malevolent and the pack direct or something like that and one is basically like you're signing your soul away and you know it and the pack malevolent is more along the lines of 
you're tricking the good being into slowly becoming more evil and giving away more and more of their soul yeah, until okay. finally you get them. Got so it. So one one is like a direct contract. One's a, like a series of contracts. And like uh, both of these uh, types of contracts, all demons are very well versed in. Got and it. And I've always liked this kind of uh, portrayal of demons as being very like very versed in legality. Yeah, like, okay. Like, you know, like the loop, little loopholes in oh, the fine yeah. print They're and They're all whatnot. about that, yeah. And so when they get tricked in their own contracts, on one hand, they're furious about oh, yeah. it. But, like, they will adhere because law means so much to them. Son and, of a bitch. Okay, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, well, it's kind of like uh, Tenacious D, the movie. Yeah, okay. Where they're like, we challenge you to rock off. He's like, fuck. <laughs> Fuck. He's like, all right, I got to do this. Let's do it. So, yeah, I love that movie. I don't, give it, I don't care what anyone says. That's oh, a great God. movie. Oh, well, I'll um, tell you right now. It's it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love that movie. It's a great movie. I do like Jack um, Black and Kyle Gass. Yeah, and David Grohl plays the devil in that Yeah, that was um, pretty funny, actually. Yeah. So, uh, where were we? Um, oh, yeah, lawfulness and devil kind. So, because they're not, like, born of lawful evil, and it's... And even though it is kind of baked into their blood, but at the same time it isn't because they're always kind of gnashing against it. They they don't want to adhere to these rules. Like I've seen a couple different like lore bits to explain stuff. Uh, one is that the reason that devils are so lawful isn't because they like it or they think it's right. It's because they see that logically being this way benefits them individually as people because as long as there's a system to game they can play that game yeah um and they can get to the snake their way through the rules exactly okay so so yeah there's that and i i I like that explanation i think that explanation is good enough um another lazy one is i i also like the idea that it really is baked into their bones to the point of like they can't be another way it's just like the rules of this plane. Like this yeah. is how things are here because right. physics works differently and mental yeah. game works differently here or whatever. Right. Exactly. Like how it is in the abyss where everything's like of a chaotic nature. <clears throat> this is the other side of the coin. Like you were talking about, this is the lawful yeah. side of these, this evil. Yeah. Um, there are other ways the devil's come into being. Um, the main way I can think of is, um, Fallen angels. Yeah, become, I was going to ask. They about can that. become greater devils if they fall to lawful evil. Uh, there are they can become succubi, which in this game are neutral evil, but they they can fight for either demons or devils. They used to be devils, and I kind of like in my world they're still devils to me. Okay, so angels can become succubi, or they can become what are called Aranes or Aranes, or it's spelled very funny. It's a Greek word. Um, although they're nothing like their Greek counterparts, they're basically like angels of warfare. Ooh, okay. Fallen like angels, armored, of, of, bladed. Yeah. They're very beautiful and statuesque, but they're all about killing. Cool. And, and be, they're captains of war. Um, fun fact: um, only devils can also come about through sexual reproduction, um, but only greater devils can sexually reproduce with with other devils. Although all, all devils right. can sexually reproduce with mortals, thus you get well. You tieflings can sometimes be like fiendish blood in the bloodline. Okay. Although okay. in other times it's like a curse put on a specific bloodline. Yeah. But there are beings called Cambrions, which are literally half mortal, half devil. Most often born from succubi. Okay. And um, are are they like uh, playable or? No, they're not. They're evil. Yeah, I haven't seen that. They're evil and very powerful. So um, that's like a that's like a creature. Like that's a, a monster. monster. That fight a okay. Cambrion, yeah. Um, there is another way. Asmodeus is said to be so powerful that. So here, okay. Sorry, let's back it up a little bit. Back it up. Asmodeus, at some point, 
the lawful gods realized how badly they've been being tricked for this very long amount of time. He tricked them with the Pact of Primeval. He tricked them with a bunch of other stuff we haven't even talked about. They all he got did, together and they had a conversation behind his back and were like, you know, like, you know guy's kind of a dick. You know, he did do that thing to me one time. And he's like, he did that thing to me one time. Oh shit. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. So they cast him from the they cast him from the heavens and into the nine hells and his impact left a wound that to this day is still bleeding. Oh shit. And it said that every drop of blood that falls upon the ground, rises into a pit fiend, which is the most powerful. Right. I remember you saying devils. that in another yeah. episode. So that's another way the demons are, or devils are being born. Just asmo blood. Just asmo blood dripping upon the ground. Damn, yeah. and that fool that tried to overturn him, that like you couldn't beat this wounded ass man? Yeah, yeah, there it is. Hot dang. Yeah, so um, we're going to get into some specific devils after this, but I think it's time yes. to take a short rest. You're right. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify is great. They're taking businesses of all sizes, cradling them in their arms, to help them grow by giving them the tools they need. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success at every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dungeoncast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dungeoncast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dungeoncast. Greetings, adventurers. Today we're excited to introduce you to a new story, Dark Dice, a horror podcast that blurs the line between actual play and audio drama, where the story is determined by the role of the dice. Six adventurers embark on a journey into the ruinous domain of the Nameless God. They will never be the same again. One of the players is not what they seem after a doppelganger, a creature that can assume the form and voice of whatever it kills, infiltrates the team. As the players are picked off and replaced one at a time, can they figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? Here's a quick example of what our show sounds like. The, uh, shambler with the jar of liquid inside of him. Soren Arkwright let loose an arrow that cracked the glass, passing through the spine of the creature. The Shambler still managed to maintain its forward momentum, but stumbled as it eagerly tried to bite and swipe at Soren, landing near his feet. As Jeff Goldblum has now joined our cast, Dark Dice is available however you listen to podcasts. Hey everybody, welcome to the part of the episode where we stopped talking about that last thing. It was scary. We're going to talk about something else, and it's you guys. Hey guys. Hey guys. Thanks for listening to the show. Thanks for making it to this part of the show. Thanks for liking and subscribing to the show. Thanks for being involved with the show, talking about the show. Thanks. Yes, thank you very much. And uh, 
For those of you still wondering, yes, we're still running that awesome contest. That awesome contest. We are giving away two of the up-and-coming Dungeons & Dragons book, Xanathar's Guide to Everything. Xanathar's Guide to Everything. Which is the equivalent of the Player's Handbook 2. The Player's Handbook 2. You're going to keep repeating after me. Um, So, yes, we're giving away this awesome book. Uh, It's going to have all these new options for every class in the game, possibly some racial stuff. It's basically a... um, uh, a book putting piecing together all the unearthed arcana stuff that they are going to make um, um, legal, official. playable. Official. There, yeah. There's a word I'm looking for. Official. And so it's almost a must buy. And my phone just took a photo of me for some reason. You probably did one of those hand gestures. Yeah, let me try that again. Uh, that didn't work. All right, back to back to the bump. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so if you want to enter this contest, um, all you have to do is tweet a link to our show. Now, this can be any specific episode. It could be pretty much on any in any platform. I don't care. It could be iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, whatever it is. It's just sharing the show in general and then adding the hashtag DungeonCast. I will I will constantly be on the lookout for that hashtag. I will see your name. I will add you to the list. And on the day of release, we'll be pulling two names from the list and giving out two books. And one of them will be my uh, my alias Twitter account. Yeah. Yes, because I need this book is a must have. You're gonna want to tweet about the show so you can get <laughs> your own copy. Um, definitely win it, uh, so you don't have to buy it because you're probably gonna want it. Uh, anyway, you can find us on SoundCloud.com/slash The Dungeon Cast on iTunes or YouTube. Like Will was mentioning, please leave uh, likes and subscribes and ratings. It really helps the show get some attention. Helps get the word out there. And if you just want to tell somebody that you think would like the show or likes D&D about the show, that'd be really awesome. I feel like we're a good supplement to um, if you're thinking about doing something. I want to run a monk. We got a monk episode. I would highly recommend you listen to it and read what there is on the player's handbook uh, while you listen along. Maybe Um, that's what I do. It really helps me be a better uh, player, a better DM. Um, So, yeah, let people know uh, that we exist out there. We really appreciate that. And thanks to everybody again who's been uh, following and commenting and listening. And we really appreciate it. Can't can't say enough. All right. You ready? Yeah. Let's get back to the show. All right, Brian. So um, before the rest, I said we were going to dive into some specific devils, and we are. But there was a few things that I felt I didn't touch on enough and so we're gonna talk about those first cool first off cultists yes um, mo- they I, like devils they do i would i would argue that most cultists in the world of D are probably devil worshipers more than any of the other like demon worshipers well, i would say stuff. like based off of what i've heard it's the easiest to summon a devil because they're contract you can contractually obligate them to do the thing I would say it probably is easiest because devils like to be summoned for those purposes. They get um, they get a benefit out of it. They don't like having to like follow the call of a mortal or like do what a mortal says. They hate that part. I can see this as but being an opportunity though. It's this exactly. Is a, yeah. yeah. It's an opportunity for promotion yes. to make this happen. So uh so yeah, and because of that I would say that that's why these cults are most prolific because they're giving devils access to mortals and also uh, I think devils are going to go out of their way to make it so that like ritual summons for summoning imps and whatnot are easily found throughout the world. I see. Like, because wouldn't you if you were trying to get access to these people? Forbidden like section mass marketing. Of, yeah, forbidden section <laughs> in a, a magic library, etc. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. If I was if I was Asmo, like I would be trying to get my cult to be putting these rituals in every library in all the land somewhere hidden, like. Make it happen. Yeah, but get, get these people to stumble across my books yeah. and bring my boys up to the surface. Pretty much. Yeah, okay. So um, 
So that's a big reason why they're they're so uh, prolific compared to other cultists. But also, like, devils are very direct in what they are um, providing. It's not like demons where they're pretending to give you, like, some taste of power, but they're actually corrupting you. Right. Devils are corrupting you, and it's a big part of what they're, they they want you to do wicked things. But they are paying you up front with, like, giving you access to gold and riches and, like... Uh, whatever your baser desires are, like they are really like they want to give you that stuff because buffing it's gonna your make skills you or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, and I would I would even say like some cultists are all in on it. Like they know exactly where they're going when they die, and they're almost like they're trying to play the game to get like I I'm don't a, know like a rank up. Like, yeah, I'm I gonna, don't want to come in as a limer. I want to come in as a, exactly. as a bearded devil. Like start me off like three ranks up, please. Exactly. Yeah, some some of them are, are super on board. I already know I'm going to hell. Let's do it right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that's kind of how I play my my hell knight paladin uh, D'Artagnan. Like basically the premise I have for him is that like if he follows the oaths and does what he's supposed to do, he'll come in at like I don't know bone devil status but he'll also have the benefit of not having to change forms like he'll just be himself but raised in power oh cool like you keep your body like in dragon ball when you die and yes you, you exactly. did the good thing yeah cool. exactly. that's really cool that, that's my that's my idea and you're like a tiefling you're already like kind of exactly got the look already in. going fit in so uh we'll talk about that more outside the uh show yeah but um Okay, let's talk a little bit about the Blood War, which is a feud between the demons and devils. Because we've I've talked to you about like this main storyline where like these devils were created by the lawful gods and mm-hmm. whatnot, and that's cool and all to fight the demons, to fight the demons, kind of keep each other in check. Exactly. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of that. Like, it's cool. Don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with it. It's a it's a cool uh, bit of lore. But uh, I all I like the lore. There's two other origins to the blood war and i like both of them one is just the general um asmodeus and his archduke see the greatest threat to their uh ruling over the universe as the demons nice infinite chaotic evil beings of destruction which will destroy the order so like they want to obliterate those first before they move on and that makes sense because like chaos will destroy their order and they love order so yeah there's that. The other thing, and this is a very, this is fourth edition lore, and I really like this. Is we talked in the demon episode about um, the shard of the shard of evil that may have created the abyss. Yes, um, and like bleeds out and like keeps producing exactly. more levels of the abyss. There is a theory that, or not a theory. There is a bit of lore that perhaps the blood war started because Asmo delved into the abyss when he heard about the evil shard. He fetched it, infused it into his ruby rod staff, and that's nice. why he's so powerful. Um, and now, because he holds it, the demons are constantly trying to get it. Oh. So they're waging war on the devils to get to it. Cool. So, that's, so that's, their that's, hands are full with exactly, each other. Exactly. Gen- well, general, generally speaking, that is true in most lore. But they're later on in, I think it's a Forgotten Realms. But also, I think it might be in 4th edition lore, too. Where at once Asmodeus has, is a god, but he has not always been one. And when he attained godhood greater godhood the first thing he did was he lifted the entire abyss and threw it into the pit of the elemental chaos and plunged it to the bottom of it just to stop the blood war oh shit so he like effectively got rid of it yeah he well he ended the war but uh the abyss is still there doing its thing (laughs) but now it's someone else's problem now it's the elemental chaos's problem oh well fuck they got what it takes probably not but yeah moving on uh the last thing i want to talk about before we get into specific devils is one of the things that i like about devils is that, like, remember, uh, most of these devils were at some point something not evil. Okay. They were either an angel or a human or an I elf see. Yeah, or something yeah. along those lines. And 
unlike demons, which are incapable of feeling anything that's like remotely like sympathy or empathy or or anything like that, devils kind of can. It's really difficult for them, and it's exceptionally rare because they really are evil, wicked, twisted creatures. But like, got to be something major going on. Yeah, exactly. I would only reserve this for like very exceptional cases. But there are D and D stories out there where like devils kind of fell back to the light in a way and shed their devil form through divine intervention because they decided to forsake everything about another, being a another devil. change of heart. Basically yeah, like basically I've, I've become reverse. a devil and then yeah. a millennia went by and then I became yeah. an angel again. Or yeah, and now that's a one in a billion, but like, I still like that. That's a thing. Like it makes devils more like a character and less like demons aren't really characters. They're just like war machines. Like a devil yeah, is exactly, a, it, I, I don't know if they're a person, but they're a lot closer than a demon. And so, like, yeah, I like, because they can have this master, change of heart. I find that more interesting to okay. work with. But that's just me. So let's move on. Specific devils. We kind of t- already talked about Lemurs. They're the weakest of the devils. Lump-sized, lump of man-sized blob. Uh, mortal souls tortured and fused with hatred. No memories of their past life. Relatively mindless. They love killing. Sweet. All right, moving on. <laughs> the, next, the next one up is imps. They're the lowest of the lesser devils. Um... They look probably exactly like what you're picturing in your head. They're like red-skinned, red-winged, small, like maybe the size of like a large cat with big wings. Like evil Cupid. Like evil Cupid. I like that. Yeah. yeah. They're, uh, they got a scorpion tail, which no diaper. is very poisonous. No diaper. No diaper necessary. Um, <laughs> they just shit on the floor. They're kind of the equivalent of a quasit because they're used as spies like quasits are. Okay. They can transform into animals like quasits do. They're relatively Sneaky, small, can fly around. Yeah. They look less gross than quasits do, but that's just the general rule for devils, devils versus, versus demons. demons. Yeah, yeah. Uh, demons there are some are exceptions, which we'll get to. Um, they're mo- the most commonly some. We kind of talked about this, so they're the most commonly summoned by mortals, and they generally relish in it because it's a promotion opportunity. Yeah, exactly. And we talked about, despite they're small and weak, they are clever, charismatic, and very vicious and nice. very dangerous. Next up, spine devils. Uh, they're one step higher than imps, and they're basically like big spiced up imps. They're like <laughs> they they serve the same purpose as imps, where they're like spies and scouts and whatnot, and they have wings. They look like imps, but they're slightly bigger with bigger wings, and they're covered in these quills and spines. Ooh, um, which this is where they get this their extra bonus stuff is these spines can then eject from their body and explode. Okay. Um, so they're used as artillery so in you're, warfare. So you're an imp with range attacks. Exactly. That's pretty much exactly <laughs> it, and they lose the tail. Um, but yeah, so they're, they're, they're spy scouts and also artillery. Got it. Uh, next up are the bearded devils. Now these look kind of tieflingish, but they got these big beards that are like snakes almost they're not actual snakes but they look almost like snakes yeah. and uh they like got davy like jones purple, style tentacles kinda, coming off the kinda, face kind of like that but they're kind of barbed at the end oh okay um and mm. these they serve as like the shock troops of uh devil armies uh these are gonna be some of the most numerous uh, when it comes to the devil armies uh and they're just vicious bastards i mean mo- most of these are they're incredibly aggressive they're violent loving um and they're they're always looking for promotion that's just the general rule when it comes to these things for sure when it comes to devils okay um oh yeah their beards are dripping with disease oh just some just some like essence of disease yeah so i guess their barbs if they hit you can probably give you polio you. There, there you go <laughs> uh also they're, they're they these ones are most like uh the barbarian class they, these ones fly into rages and like work themselves up into frenzies for for wars for sure. 
Next up are Chain Devils, which I find very interesting. These, they look like humanoids, but it's almost impossible to see what they look like because they are shrouded in chains that are like wrap their bodies, and they use these chains like whips. What the fuck? These are the jailers and torturers of the Nine Hells. They drive lesser devils forward into battle with their chain whips, and these ones are in charge of torturing the Lemurs. They sound scarier than yeah. they look. Yeah, they, they, they jail those souls, and they torture them until they become Lemurs. Holy shit. Um... Yeah. Next up, Bone Devils. Now, these are the top dogs of the lesser demons, and they are probably the most grotesque-looking of all devils. They they look like demons, almost like. Um, they're basically... They're large, insect-like skeletal monsters uh, okay. with, like, a big scorpion tail and giant, like, insect wings. So, like, a, the exoskeleton like a, of, like, an insect would have? Kind of. Except for, like, their head is almost like a, a devilish-looking humanoid skull. Oh, like just bone? Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> They're like wearing a skull. No, their head is a skull. Oh wait, like, okay. It's just yeah, you'd have to look at the image. I I I, I would say go look up Bone sure. Devil. They're scary looking, uh, and they serve as masters of the less, lesser devils. Um, the delight and demoting. Although oh, okay. They really are. They power trip and they long for promotion because they're one step from being greater devil. So yeah, they're looking for people to fuck up constantly. They're some of the most ambitious, probably the most ambitious of all lesser devils because they're, they're just so close. So they're kind of like because of their nature, they're like naturally cleaning up the like keeping everybody in that lawful evil. Yeah, I would kind say of so. way. Yeah, they're definitely the enforcers of the lesser devils for and, sure, and they're they're leading like squads forward in, in like war scenarios as well. Um, that's the thing is, uh, devils is all very military because that's what they do. It's all they do. Is yeah, they wage war. They gather more souls for the war. Everything's about the war, so it's, <laughs> it's just what they do. So we're going to move on to greater devils. I think we skipped we skipped barb devils, but that's because they're ugly and I don't care about them. So uh, for sure, we're going to move on after I <laughs> sucks for you, barb devil. Um, yeah, fuck you, barb devil. You suck. Um, <laughs> next up, horn devils. So these are the lowest of the greater devils, but they're known. They th- these devils kind of have a, a duality to them. Is that the right word? Duality? Duality. There we go. Yeah. That's the right word. They I have duality you. to them. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, sir. So on one hand, they're known as war devils. They are the majority of the hellish infantry. They have tough skin. They're incredibly powerful. And they're a very classic looking devil. Okay. Like they, they kind of just have like a the goat um, horns and like kind of scaly-ish leathery skin. They're humanoid. They're generally large. And they have giant bat wings. And yeah, I think okay. they have cloven hooves for feet. Like they got very that, classic. They got that uh, that, ta- that tail, yeah, that whippy tail, tail with that little like double spike on the Probably, end. Probably, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, you'll see them wielding wielding pitchforks. Yeah, yeah. There, there it go. is. The duality part comes from. On one hand, they are all these things. They're like the the infantry, the war. They follow their orders to a T. But they're also known as being very belligerent about the whole situation and incredibly lazy. They do it very like. They're very upset about having to do it, but they oh, do it. What? They're like, yeah. uh, they're, they do the minimum, but they do what they're ordered to do to the T. If that makes any sense, for sure. But you got to tell them, but no more. Tell them no exactly what to do, and they'll do that. Exactly. But they're not going to go the extra mile. Exactly. So no. maybe the one that's go, that somehow goes the extra miles is up for promo, promotion. You think? I, I find these devils confusing <laughs> because they're they're belligerent and lazy, and they're the most unambitious. And the one, the level right before them it's is super like, ambitious, yeah. yeah. But at the same time, remember that these devils are individuals. 
even though they change forms, like they're still the same person. They have like the same a memories. personality. Yeah, that kind of okay. comes out on top of this. This is just generally speaking. Um, one of the things about these guys is uh, that they are incredibly lazy and they'll do the bare minimum. But if you make them angry, now you have a serious fucking problem on your hands because <laughs> they are incredibly powerful. Nice. Okay. So moving on. The next thing above them. Now we're getting into devils that are so powerful. They're like very few. Um so obviously, be, like when you jump a tier or a type, yeah, there's fewer. Yeah, than, I would say okay. horn devils are the most obviously the most common of greater devils. I would even argue they're some of the most common devils. Period, because they make up the bulk of the uh, forces of okay. the devils. Um, but next up is the Aranesses or Aran Arane or the Araness, whatever you want to call them. But they're the beautiful, statuesque, angel winged devils of Ooh. war and they are they serve as captains and mighty warriors in 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 this war nice um they are often they often look the way they do they do because they are fallen angels and i don't think they're part of the normal hierarchy although i the fifth edition Dun- uh, monster manual doesn't say that it's just from the lore i know they're kind of supposed to be outside the hierarchy but they're still listed this is the spot where they are so they fall in number nine spot so if they're not in the hierarchy, mm-hmm. they're they have their own agenda. Well, no, no, they're part of the hierarchy. It's just like you don't get raised up to Aranus, and Aranus don't get raised up from Aranus. I see. You it's are just, what you are. You, you are come what you in. are. You've come and in. Like, and you are this thing, so which is cool, I guess. It's, I <clears throat> you never had to deal with being a blob. In my world, Aranus is just another tier because, like, there are some implications to like. The Aranus, like, okay, remember I said that only greater devils can mate with other greater devils? Yeah. And the only greater devils that can carry children are Aranus and Succubi. And so they're almost treated as, like, a big reason they're not promoted is because they need... We need a set amount of these to continue the... And then they, I've seen lore written where they kind of flip that, where it's like they refuse to be promoted because they consider being able to carry the children, like... This power, honor, it's yeah. not not honor, but like they consider themselves superior because it's something that no other devils can do. Okay, all oh, that's just kind of weird to me. So I'm just like, ah, they're just on the fucking list. But that's just <laughs> for me. sure. Okay. Um, next up, ice devils. Now these things literally that's, look. Uh, go ahead. Well, that just like doesn't add up to me. An ice devil because like it's um, like the, I'm always thinking of fire. Everything's red. Well, they're from a specific um, layer that is all ice. Oh shit. Okay. Um, and just their deal. They, they welcome look, to cold hell. Yeah, welcome to cold hell. Um, they look like giant praying mantises that are blue. <laughs> Fuck, okay. And I do mean giant. They're huge. They're oh, probably shit. like, I don't know. Oh, I've seen them tall. in the Monster Man. Yeah. yeah. Um, now, They're I've that seen, thing from uh, from Star Wars Episode 2 that fights Obi-Wan. Yeah, kind of like that, I yeah. suppose. Except for like, they do stand upright and like wield weapons. Yeah. Um, they're highly intelligent, like highly intelligent strategists. They serve as military commanders over incredibly large forces. Um, that sounds like the, um, what's that snake looking demon with all the swords, the six swords? Yeah, yeah. Sound like say, that. I would say that a Merilith is probably Merilith. on the same, yeah, same level as a... Uh, as an ice devil. Um, now, I've seen lore where ice devils aren't originally devils, but they're actually demons that came over to the lawful evil side of things for okay. whatever reason. And that kind of makes sense because ice devils don't look like anything like the other devils. Like, every other devil looks like, cult, kind of falls within a fiendish-looking category. Okay. Because, um, like, even the Aranus looks kind of like a succubus, so, like, even that's kind of devilish-looking. But the ice devil looks like a giant insect monster. So, okay. like... It kind of makes sense that, like, like, I could see that. But 
It's not mentioned in the 5th edition Monster Manual, so I don't know if that's the current lore. But either way, they relentlessly pursue promotion because the thing that's above them is kind of the end-all, be-all for most devils. Um, it's the last thing before Archdukedom. Okay. That's the Pit Fiends, which we'll get to in a second. But um, but yeah, so Ice Devils, they're scary. Let's move on to Pit Fiends. Let's okay. get out of Cold Hell. Let's get out of Cold Hell. And let's get to the big dogs. Now, right. these are the Balors of the situation. If you remember what Balors are from the Demon episode, the big Balrog-looking thing. Oh, yeah. Pit Fiends are the same size. Yes. They look very similar. They're giant devil monstrosities with, like, molten skin and, like, big, big old muscles. wings, huge muscles, incredibly powerful. These serve. They double as generals of hell, uh, leading entire armies. For sure. Um, they answer only to their Archduke and or Asmodeus, depending on uh, who they're talking who's about. Who's in the room. Yeah, who's in the room. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and they form a kind of elite aristocracy amongst devils. So they have their own politico going oh, on outside of the normal. Like with the other generals. Yeah, they're constantly maneuvering oh. against each other because they want the promotion. Yeah. yeah. All the, right. the thing they want the most is for their dude above them to fuck up hard so one of them gets raised up. <laughs> like, so yeah, it's it's a crazy political atmosphere. Constantly setting um, up uh, fucking obstacles yeah. for the dude above me. Yeah, and, and pit fiends are, are so damn powerful that um, there's even been a pit fiend that served as an arch devil for an amount of time until he was eventually deposed. Um, so my take on that is that when he got raised up to archdevil status, he just gained the power but kept the form or whatever, for mm-hmm. whatever reason. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get into the archdevil's lore when we do like episodes on gods and stuff like that. Okay. Um, but to talk generally about the archdevils is they're all 100% unique creatures that were raised up to that station by Asmodeus himself. Um, they have a, complete, a completely unique set subset of powers. Cool. Um, really they cool. are on the level of like demigods. Nice. So much so, so that Tiamat, who is a lesser god, even served as an archdevil for oh, a limited amount of time. And I have a lot to say about that, but we'll talk about that in the Tiamat episode. And of course, each one rules over its own layer. So there's only ever nine of them. And the ninth layer of Nessus is ruled over by Asmodeus, who also rules over everything just because he's the supreme lord of the nine hells. So really there's like eight other ones besides Asmo. Yeah. That, okay. That so directly, they only report to Asmodeus and that's now, it. if they fuck up or whatever. He can demote them. Yeah. And then he brings up another one and they take on that yeah. same subset of powers. Yeah. And, and no, he just, they be, always become something unique. I don't think there's rhyme or reason to that. So each one that has ever been yeah. is unique. Uh, yes, no, you're exactly. not like you're not like taking a man up the mantle yeah. of like the I'm the ice levels and fucking ice I shoot ice or yeah, whatever. No, no I think it's a slug monster that's <clears throat> actually in charge of that one. Well, you, you get what yeah. I'm saying though. Yeah, like, yeah I get yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, they don't necessarily have to match their layer. Like there's been a night hag who served as a uh, arch devil. Um, okay, yeah. And the thing is, you can also be deposed without being demoted, so you maintain the same power level, but you've been cast out or whatever. And that and that happens, like Tiamat. Like, You're just yeah. not welcome in the realm anymore. Yeah, exactly. Um, what else was I going to say? Um, I don't know. I felt like I was going to say something there about Archdevils, and I seem to have lost the thought. So. I see. Do you have any more questions about these Archdevils? They seem cool. Like, Is there anything like notable they can do Like, as far as their oh, powers? I remember what I was going to say now. Yes. Um, Yes, but I can't think of anything off the top of my head when it comes to that. But, like, uh, they kind of get deposed and moved around a lot. Like, Asmodeus, like, d- demoted some 
archdevil, I forget for what reason, and then raised up his daughter, and now she rules like the sixth or seventh layer of. Oh, her. there you go. Okay. Yeah. And so I, don't really, even, I don't even know if she's still in charge of that one. Like it, it changes from. Yeah, it's really kind of random. Yeah, exactly, and it just depends on like your lore as a digimaster. master. Right? right. So yeah. Um, unless you have any questions, I think we've wrapped up our general over uh, overlook of devils. So again, our first pass on welcome the to the first pass, and uh, we will be getting into specific devil lore. And there's a lot more types of devils than what we've covered here. Um, and we'll be getting into the arch devils, and we'll have an episode on the nine hells and how that's structured, and uh, episode on Asmodeus. And Think so of it as so its own category of dungeon cast episodes: devils, yep. demons, etc. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Cool. No, I don't really have too many questions because I'm sure we'll get to it. Yeah, we will. We will. We absolutely will. All right. Well, if that's the case, let's call it a game. Calling it a game. Bye. Everyone have a good one. The Dungeon Cast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Dungeon Cast. I'm Brian. And I'm Will. This is the... (laughs) This is... Okay, one more again. <laughs> hey, everybody, welcome to the Dungeon Cast. I'm Brian. <laughs> okay, I'm just going to say normal. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it. Or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.